Is it recording? Yeah. Oh, it's recording. This you should put that at the start, <laughs> and people can see the magic of how we plan this. As in, we show up two minutes early, get beer, and then. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I can start. Why am I saying you should do this? I'm probably going to be editing it, aren't I? This is episode number 21. One. Oh, dash one. Dash hyphen is one. It, is it 21-1 or 20-1? Uh, we'll figure that out. Gold edition. Okay. Special steel box book packaging. Wow. I don't know what I'm talking about. We are, we are here. It's, it's a random podcast from random us talking about a very specific subject. Uh, the biggest news of the week, of course, being the... Reveal of Microsoft's Xbox One. Let's save our, our thoughts on that title for after. Let's, let's quickly, <laughs> just kind of in, in case people have been living under a rock. Um, mm. Actually, first, before we do that, who, who do we have here? I'm Steve with Survivor.com. I'm Ben from MMGN. You may remember me from all the other podcasts, pretty much. <laughs> who else do we have? Some I'm random stranger. Tano from maybe three or four of the podcasts. Actually, it's been about five weeks, I think. Yeah, we've done the last few in like a bar, and you haven't been to any of those. So. No, true. We had a break last week as well, which was yeah. admittedly kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. Ben's like, what are you talking about? I'm the one who's here every week. <laughs> All right. Now that you know who we are, we're here talking about the Xbox One, and um, we'll, we'll quickly recap what happened in case you didn't get to see... In case you slept and aren't like horribly get leg without having gone anywhere like I am right now. In case you made your alarm like I did. In case you made the right decision and didn't get up at three in the morning for the reveal. Stay up. Yeah. And eat your donuts at four three AM. I got I had hockey at we're already off topic, great. I had hockey at ten thirty, it finished at twelve. I'm like, well Yeah. We have 10.30 hockey matches. Yeah. No, it was just practice. So it was even better. Like, it wasn't even worth going. But I went because I'm like, I usually am wired for like an hour and a half, two hours after hockey. That's almost Xbox time. I bought some Red Bull. I drank the Red Bull and I almost fell asleep, like, on the couch as the countdown was, like, getting to, like, one minute left. Like, oh, oh, Xbox, Xbox. Um, Yeah. And the presentation didn't really, like, get me energized at all either but um it's not their fault it was 3am for us they weren't no, that's, planning well it was their fault because they scheduled it at 3am for us but PS4 was like 10am so that, that was, was nice. that was nice that was very nice anyway things that happened they revealed the Xbox One not only did Microsoft reveal the Xbox One they showed it to us immediately with a controller not just a controller <laughs> what that was Sony. Sony was with a controller, not just a controller. Yes, oh, they showed you with everything and I thought you they held up a controller and said, "Here's our controller." Yeah, just who did that? Nintendo. Yeah, that is what Sony and Nintendo. No, I'm confused. Wow, let's just keep going. We we apparently haven't caught up on sleep since this reveal. They showed the entire thing, which is a Connect One. Is that, I think that's what we're calling it now, Connect One. The next-gen Connect. It's chunky. Well, Microsoft registered Connect One as a domain. So we're going with Connect, I'm going with Connect One. The Xbox One unit itself and the next-gen Xbox One controller. Do you want any comments on the aesthetics of the, of the devices? It is fat. It looks massive. PH or F? F. F. 
Yeah. Very square, which I thought, I guess square's back in. Mm. I thought square was out, but I think it's back. I don't mind the look of it. I'm not really I don't mind the look of it. It looks, like a, it looks like a first-gen Blu-ray player. It looks, yeah. like, the, it looks like the console that in three years when the one slim comes out, that we're going to be like, oh my god, how ugly was that? Hey, the the design that's to fit into your living room, to yeah. kind of be kind snug of. and not stand out. Like, that, that was one of the only answers I got out of Xbox Australia. Why? Like, talk us through the design of the, of the console. It's designed to be... Part of the entertainment system, yeah, like that's that's. Well, that had stuff stacked on each other, and it's really hard to stack on the PS3 Slim because it's curved. Yeah, that weird curve. Um. So yeah, even the first design had that. Oh, it's ridiculous! And the Wii U, what a nightmare! The whole thing's like rounded and slippery. Yeah, you're right. This Xbox reminds me of the PlayStation Two. A little bit in terms of like, but that was just, that was just like a kind of a rectangular box. Yeah, 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 not the slim one, just the original. The slim one was really nice. But like, there's nothing wrong with I don't like you're, you're going to put it in your shelf and you're going to forget that. about it. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I but people seem to be oh, it's like a VCR. Yeah, it does look like that, but I don't really care. Exactly. So that happened. Um, the very next thing they launched into was TV, 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 TV. and Skype. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was, we were trying to save criticism until the end, but now let's no, let's just go straight no, no, into no, it because let's try. they they showed you that you can use and I and I talked to Xbox Australia um, and they, they they've said that they've covered every angle. So whether you have Foxtel or you have free to air or whatever else, there will be some way to plug that TV into your Xbox and then you can have this like picture and picture experience on your Xbox. So what were some of the examples that they? they showed during that time. Oh, I kind of lost interest. And they had, you could watch, well, you could watch TV and then they showed Star Trek, the movie, and you could Skype while that was playing. I think it's basically an overlay of your television. Yeah. With, it's, it's like picture in picture. Isn't it? Yeah, that was all to do with like the three operating systems using Snap. Yeah. Which meant you can not quit what you're doing and open something else. So you can True. watch TV and Skype someone and then be in multiplayer game because You'd be watching TV and gaming at the same time on the same screen, obviously. But you can do it. You can. Um, and you can watch NFL, which is another big thing. Uh, but you can use that kind of same snap functionality to bring up your fantasy football league and watch your football. I guess maybe if you're like playing COD and there's three minutes until the next match starts, you can go and do something else. Yeah. It's weird. They didn't really announce anything different. Con- no. Considering what you can already get on your Xbox, like NFL and... You know what's going to happen? It's going to launch here and the Foxtel app's not going to be ready for like another two years. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you'd think it would be there. Well, Xbox Australia, when I asked them, I keep going back to that, I know, I'm sorry, I'm like a broken record, but they said, oh, you know, like it's, it's meant to happen globally and it's meant, you know, we've had this in account. And then there was a report, maybe on Polygon, that I didn't have a chance to follow up now that I think about it, that said... TV's coming first to North America and roll it out to other markets later. And you're just like, that, why did they just say that? If that's the case, like, we all think that's going to be the case. That's our expectation. In that situation, they wouldn't even have, like, considered Foxtel to be TV because they just don't care about that. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was ready, but if it's the same app they have now, why am I using that? Yeah. yeah. Problem with the current app is it doesn't have HD, it doesn't have a bunch of, like, the time delay channels. Yeah. And like the full mm. Foxtel well, experience. I don't want that to be an app. Like I have a, I have a Foxtel box. I would expect to take my HDMI from the Foxtel and plug it into HDMI in 
on what, Xbox One and just, then plug that into the TV. So you don't need an app. It, it should just pass it, it through. Well, the app, the app is for people that aren't that might not be able to get Foxtel, they might not be prepared to pay yeah. the 300 to get it. It might convince them to actually get Foxtel because it's yeah. way easier. Yeah. So well, when, when Microsoft say, you know, we'll roll it out at another time, it's Xbox Australia's responsibility now to get that oh, to it's work. never happening. Yeah. Never. Well, they need to get it done pretty soon after launch, otherwise what's the point? Anyway, let's, let's keep going. So we'll come back to this. Quickly, just on this HDMI in thing, someone proposed on Twitter that you could theoretically plug your Xbox 360 into the Xbox One via HDMI <laughs> and then pass that through. Who knows? Why? <laughs> and then someone took it one step forward. You could plug in your PlayStation into the Xbox <laughs> One and put it in th- I don't, like, they haven't given us enough. And that's, like, yeah, that's the kind of... That. They might want you to do that. Well, that's the okay. overwhelming, the overwhelming, the theme of the presentation was kind of like, here's a, a really small snippet, and all of the hows we're not going to explain yeah, yeah. for a while. Anyway. It was pretty much just, you know who plays games, this is what else you can do. Yeah. Well, the games hopefully are all, if that's what D3 is going to be about. Or else we're all going to be upset. Um, the next thing that we could talk about before we get into actual games, um, they talked about how Connect is going to function. Um, the biggest thing about Connect now is it'll be able to recognize when you have the new Xbox One control in your hand. It can track like wrist movements and well, it gets your face. Small as soon joint as you movements. Walk in, it knows. Hey, Steve's here. Let's put on hockey. Hey, good, good call. Exactly what it's going to do. And the thing that I like the best, the coolest bit, it's what they say. Well. Potentially. It's, it will know which person is in front of you. You don't need to sign into your account. It knows who you are. Yeah, that Connect guide never works. Every time I log into a game yeah. with Connect, like Nike Connect, it's like, I don't know who you are. Sign in. And then you sign in, and it like sits there and looks at you for about half a minute. We're gonna, and then goes, ah, yeah, I won't get it next time. Why are we even trying? We're going to talk about Connect later, right? So um, let's move on. All right, we can talk about Connect later. Um, the other stuff, they talked about live and the cloud and how they're going to try to pass some of the Xbox computing power to the cloud. We can talk about that later as well. Um, before we get into games, what else was there? Halo TV, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. And two women presenting at once on stage. So there you go, haters from the Sony conference. Yeah. That was the first question. Like, Matt, my partner, didn't stay up for this at all. When I got home from work Wednesday afternoon, he's like, so were there women presenting? <laughs> I didn't even think of it. No, I didn't either. even think I only it. thought about it because people complained so much from Sony. Which I, I didn't notice it in Sony. Mm. I wasn't paying attention. So when this, you're not a woman. when this old Karen woman came, came out of, from CBS or something, Television was her name. Anyway, she came out, pretty old woman, in like her 50s. <laughs> no one thought that was Television. Yeah. Her name? Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she came out on stage. She has nothing to do with games, really. But then she introduced another woman. I she thought, did. She was on stage for like 20 seconds. I thought, okay, that's a token woman. They're going to get someone real <laughs> out now. And no, someone actually, the lead of team three, four, three. Correct. But like I thought I knew a lot of women in three, four, three. Like Kiki Wolfkill comes straight to mind because she has probably the coolest name I have ever heard of. Yeah. Well, this is she wrote it. She what? She didn't write it. She was like an executive producer, something like really big on it. With like Frank O'Connor. Anyway, whatever the point. Case. They introduced Taylor TV with Steven Spielberg. Yes. He's executive producing it. So I don't I don't actually know so that how means... much direct involvement he's gonna have. <laughs> that, that, means, yeah. that means he's getting his checkbook out. <laughs> he he has attached his name to the project and they have given him a paycheck. Exactly. 
No, but like he was last year at E3, he was walking around the floor and stuff. Like he has an actual interest in video games, which is really yeah, cool. Yeah. Like he he did something with Bloom Blocks. I'm not sure yeah, that's right. how he was involved, but like he he's not just a token Hollywood dude that they've thrown the name out. He's endorsing. He's endorsing. Yeah. So he wouldn't do it if it was crap. Yes. But then again, he did endorse Jurassic Park too. Very true. Speaking, good segue, of names of Hollywood people that they just kind of throw into things. They talked about Call of Duty Ghosts, who, the guy who did Syria, Syriana. And Traffic. traffic. He was somehow attached. I got him. They finished with Call of Duty, and to be honest, Call of Duty is Call of Duty, and I got so bored by about the second minute of that Call of Duty presentation. I like the fact that they had that cool dog that everybody managed to talk about forever. Like, just completely went over my head. Like, I was like glazing over at that point, going. "Uh." I think everyone agrees with you. That's why I was talking about it because I don't understand why they spent so much time talking about a dog. And NFL too. Like, they spent like five, ten minutes on that stupid NFL app. Anyway, this criticism. We're talking about the facts (laughs) right now. So, Call of Duty. Ghosts, exclusive partnership again with Microsoft in terms of day one DLC. Standard. Yep. That's stuff. I think we can move on. They only showed a couple games. The next game that we could talk about um, as a known quantity, there's a couple. Forza 5, which everyone expected. Looks really cool. Driving game. Anybody else? Comments? No, that's it. Yeah. That's a launch game. One thing is Forza is 5 as a launch game compared to GT6 as a PS3 game at the same time, roughly. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what, are you, what, are you, what are you saying? That's terrible. Cars and sports. On, on, Cars and sports. On Forza? So the Xbox has its next-gen racing game. PlayStation has the old-gen racing game mm-hmm. launching against each other. Um, what about... What's that one called? What about Drive Club? Club? But that's a nothing. Forza is competing against Gran Turismo. That is true. Yeah. Um, EA took to the stage and and sadly did not announce a new NHL next-gen game, but me- merely left it restricted to Madden, FIFA, NBA UFC. Live, Which and I'm UFC. so glad they were back. So happy about that. So they're using a new engine called Ignite. For some, at some point, I swear, at some point in that interview, in that presentation, when they were talking about FIFA, the EA guy, and I forget his name, the said Australian only movie. on Xbox. Yeah. This is what happened. But what is he, only on Xbox? He, EA won't confirm it to me. He said, they were talking about FIFA Ultimate Team, which I don't really play, but it's a pretty big section of FIFA. You don't really have to play it, but it's a pretty big mode. Yeah, they, it's same in, they have it in yeah. the NHL. And how he phrased it was he kind of was talking about Ultimate Team, and there was this awkward pause, and he goes, only on Xbox, as if Ultimate Team is it. Not FIFA 14, yeah. Ultimate Team. It was pretty ambiguous. And then we, I tweeted that, and the EA Australia guys tweeted back to me saying, it's going to be on everything, but does that mean it's timed? Well, they said it, like, it was three in the morning. I, I, I will admit, we all weren't firing, I wasn't firing on all my cylinders. He said that, and I'm like, did they talk, like, do they mean FIFA or... Hut or a specific, like a bit of Hut, and we kind of wrote an article saying he said only on Xbox. We don't know if that means this, this, or the other. Fut. FIFA. FIFA. Oh yeah, see, I'm hot. <laughs> it's hockey. Um, and I, I sent the story to FIFA because they sent a press release the morning after. I'm like, we've written this. He said this. What does that actually mean? We're a bit confused. And the answer I got back was. It's coming out on all systems. That's not answering my question. Okay. Yeah, well, I definitely heard it. Like, the first thing I thought sure directly from the thing, it sounded like, without even thinking about it, 
Ultimate Team is exclusive to Xbox. Then um, we tweeted about it, and Jiggy from EA got back to us saying what, and then someone else from EA um, said, "I think that's not true," mm. but he said it. And then I went and had a look on some other sites after having already reported this yeah. as fact, because it's what I heard. That's what we did. Um, and everyone else, major sites like VG247, those types, Polygon even, said Ultimate Team is exclusive, or it sounded like that. Yeah, that's... That's, that's how other people interpreted it, and that is it, almost like he thought, like, yes, we're going to say this. Oh, no, we're not meant to have said that yet. Well, and it, I think so, because what, what they started off that EA Sports presentation with was... EA and Microsoft have gone into this exclusive partnership, and then they didn't talk about any of the details I, of the partnership. So that might be part in of it. the Microsoft conference, and they weren't meant to elaborate. Yeah, so I think that's what's going on. So watch the space. Um, then now they mentioned that we're going to get fifteen Xbox One exclusive titles yeah. in the launch window. Is that well, well, first? I don't year. know. If the first, first year. year. Um, Which is the launch? No, the launch window is three months, as Nintendo said. That is really? true. Yeah, that's what Apparently I heard. It is. Of those 15 titles, eight are new IP. That's crazy. That's what they said. So you'll, you'll, we'll get five Connect games. <laughs> yeah, probably. You'll have a Connect one game. Connectables one. Connectables one. Connectables two one. Yeah. Well. So we're gonna get. So there's Forza. We know. There's the Remedy. There's Yellow Knight. Quantum Death. Break. Quantum Break, which Quantum Dream, Quantum Break or no Quantum something? Quantum Break because Quantic Dream is the name of the developer, and I've been getting those confused every time. It's Quantum Break. Well, there will probably be a few because Microsoft's got a few first-party devs that do Xbox Live only. So like yeah. there was, um, there's got to be a Halo in the first year. There has to be. Yeah, a Halo maybe. In the first year. How long was it for, for Halo Three? A year and a half. So start of uh, end of nine, end of 05 in North America, 07, two years. So three four three has been on Halo for a while. Like they've been, yeah, they've, yeah, yeah. it'll be ready. There's no, there's no way. So, we'll get, we'll get, so we'll get Halo at E three. December, guaranteed. December of twenty fourteen. Yeah, I don't reckon for next might, Christmas. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. not for no, it won't be this year. Yeah. Um, cool. So we br- briefly touched on Quantum Break. I very. I I was almost in tears. They, they announced this guy to come up on the stage and they flashed a Remedy logo on the screen and I, like, my heart leapt out of my chest and I'm like, oh, they're talking about Alan Wake 2? And he comes on and he goes, we're here talking about Quantum Dream. Oh, Quantum Break. I do it every time. Yeah. And I, like, I almost literally cried. I was so upset. Is, is Remedy quick? Because I'm on Remedy, Remedy, on Remedy uh, Max Payne. Alan Wake, you know, I don't know why I'm talking no, about. Like, they're not, they're not big enough. They sold Max Payne. Max Payne and two they did. Alan Wake. They're one game at a time. They are. They're really one game at a time. Cool. True. They, and this is, I guess this is news. We can talk about it now. They released a video, Remedy released a video today explaining why they can't do Alan Wake 2. And, like, the reasoning behind why they did Quantum Break. And that it's literally because... And we talked about this on a podcast. It's like a slow burn. It sold 3 million copies, but it sold 3 yeah, million copies in how much yeah. time. Yeah, in terms years. of money-making, they got to sit on it for a bit. And they want to keep doing Alan Wake, but they just they can't. Speaking of, if you're listening to this, I'm just hijacking this bit now. There's an Alan Wake Humble Bundle that you can get until the 29th of May if you go to... I don't know. Go to Survivor and Google it. Or go to MGM. <laughs> I'm sure you guys will have something, too. Um... You get for whatever you want. It's a humble, humble bundle. 
Um, Alan Wake Collector's Edition, you get Alan Wake, uh, Alan Wake's American Nightmare, which is the like arcadey follow-up, and you get a ton of bonus content, soundtracks, um, an entire playthrough of the game that they've branded as a movie, like Alan Wake the movie, which is kind of cool. Um, all of the bonus content that you see like on the TVs in game, so a whole bunch of like fake. Tonight, showy kind of interviews, tons of tons of stuff, man. I, I think I donated twenty five bucks, and I felt guilty that I donated twenty five bucks. I own both games on three platforms already, so I don't feel that guilty about it. But it's it's cool. Give Remedy money, get them to make Alan Wake too. Cool. Which they're not making. They're making Quantum Dream. Quantic Break. Quantum Break. <laughs> oh man, it's yeah. such a bad name. What do you think of that game? Cause it's it's weird. It's not we a didn't game. See enough. It's, it's yeah, like a live it's, TV. it's TV. We like yeah. saying, they like saying TV and a, and, a, and a game. I'm not interested at all so far. Yeah. I'm not worried about it because it's Remedy and I really like what Remedy does, but it's it's weird. It's like almost like a full motion video like Sega CD game from the oh, like wow. from the well, you know, like that's what I thought of when I saw it. It's like oh, it's like live action video. I just had yeah. flashbacks of Wing Command. Ray is working on a game as well, apparently. Well, so they should be. That's what they're paid to do. True. They've, actually, they, they've done quite a bit though. They did Perfect Dark Zero. What? <laughs> Eight years ago. Well, they developed the Avatar system. That must have taken them 12 years going yeah. by how long it took. How fantastic. They did a couple of Kinect games. They did Kano. Yeah. They were all launch titles. So surely there's going to be at least they had two launch titles. Apparently they're bringing back something. It'll so ask, it might be Cameo Prob Maybe Banjo. Seeing for a while. Yeah, wait. Oh, that last it'll, it'll have to be like Perfect yeah. Dark or um, it won't be oh, I don't, or Killer Instinct. I hope it's one of the new IP. To be honest, you want a new IP? Yeah. Perfect Dark never. I yeah. Banjo and Zooey. Yeah. That's a bold. I thought was pretty good. Yeah. I didn't like it. Each to their own. It's fine. Congress Bad Fur Day One Two. Oh. Yeah. All right. Oh. You got me on that one. That would be the best though if they did that. Yeah, they should do that. They it's too risky now. Just like how ridiculous that game was, really. That's what was awesome about yeah, it. Yeah, what? Oh wow, that would be great. Conquer game rated R as well. That's the dream. <laughs> so the good bit about the Xbox One reveal, it was it was one hour. Like in, out, done, dusted. That was its that was its pro. The con is there's been so much well, let's talk that about wasn't positives. talked about. Let's talk about the first. What we right. liked out of that. All right. What did we like out of it? I liked the controller. It looked very good. It looks like the old controller. And, I love uh, the old controller, so I'm in for that. You're right. James Dominguez is in Seattle right now. I think he's back now. True. And he's touched it and held it and said it's magnificent and it's very different. He hasn't elaborated yet. It looks like an old controller. Yeah, he said it feels Which is good. Quite I love it, but good. My favorite controller of, of all time so far, at least anyway, is the yeah. 360 controller. Yeah. It, it fits well. So I like it. Let them kept that. I, I agree. I don't mind Connect. Everybody's up in arms about how Connect is awful and it has to be mandatorily plugged in and stuff. I I like Connect. If nothing else, for voice commands and it's going to have so many more tracking abilities. The thing I didn't talk about Connect, we're going to we're going to leave out Connect, is that it has the ability to track your heart rate via the camera. Which oh, is like weird. <laughs> That's awesome though. Like in That's terms right. of in terms of like fitness games and stuff, the, the, you'll get fitness games, which I'm a big fan of because I'm lazy and if I can get gamer score and move and not be fat, I'm happy. That it, that's like where fitness games should be. Like it'll track your heart rate if you're not if you're being lazy and cheating. Like it will know now, and you're supposed to you know like you're playing them to get your heart rate up. It'll 
it'll call you on it. I think that's cool. Everyone's raising security concerns. I don't really get Privacy concerns? Privacy, like over the Connect? Privacy yeah. concerns, yeah. Connect's a big con for me, so we're going to leave this. I, well, I just, yeah. No, I, I, I'm the right same boat as you, though. I, I actually embrace Connect. I think, it's I, great, I think it's cool. I think it's great tech, and maybe not so much for a game, but if you can work it into the experience... Just, even just for voice commands. Yeah. Like, and, and the best thing about this Connect now is that it has been developed and is part of the Xbox One from inception. Yeah, and like sure. the Xbox 360, the Connect was going to have its own onboard processing and didn't. So when you plug in your Connect to your 360, you're using 360 resources yeah. to power the Connect. And if you say things and you do stuff, there's a delay. And yeah. if, 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 and it should be if, they were showing this Connect demo. Things were instantaneous, and yes, maybe someone was in the background doing a controller kind of like cheat. Mm-hmm. But they said it was live demo, and I trust that it's live demo. It's like you say Xbox Home, and it straight away goes home. Like it, it looks like it's cool. Yeah. I like it. I, I've been sold on Connect ever since uh, NBA Two K Thirteen, which it lets you speak to it. It works so well that that just sold me on it in terms of voice commands and what it can do. Because it just yeah. Not interested. Fair enough. I don't want to do any of that. I'm not going to say Xbox Home. I'm going to press the home button. That's fair enough. I might prefer it's, that. My concern is that it has to be connected. It has to be plugged in. Connect it and put it in your bookshelf in the back. Yeah, like, who no, cares? I don't like to be pushing. It doesn't mean, like, because Lazo's like, going to track your movements. Or well, you obviously, it's going to be thrown in there. You have to buy it. It's probably worth 100 bucks, which jacks up the price. No, I no, it's bundled. Not do that. It's yeah, bundled. Of course. So it would be 100 bucks cheaper to buy a console without it, which isn't often. If... If you think they're going to put the price up by a hundred bucks because the connects bundled, I think you're wrong. Yeah, Only because we'll never know because it won't be unbundled. But that, it'll be it'll be priced pretty much identically to the PlayStation. Let's be honest. Well, you, it has to be. It has to be, or it's going to be less than five hundred US. Because <clears throat> yeah. well, the other concerns which don't bother me too much is a privacy issue in that it's always not that it's always on, but your console has to be always online, which is another issue. That that's a con. That's a massive that con. A big you con. hold you hold your tongue on that. We'll keep talking about pros for a bit. Oh, if pros. there are any, I don't know if there are. Are there any more pros? Well, Xbox Live is great. Entertainment. Yeah, Xbox great. Live has been actually kind of a surprising stat if you actually were awake time and listened to it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's ridiculous. Actually. When Xbox Live launched in '02, so ten years ago, eleven years ago, there were 500 servers. For Xbox One launch, there's going to be 300,000. Which and is right. how many there like. Computer servers that were in 1999 for the whole world. <laughs> right right now, in, in that same kind of vein, yeah. right now they said there are 15,000 Xbox Live servers for 360, like today. Yeah. Wow. To go from 15,000 now to 300,000, right yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, and from what Xbox Australia told me, they're, they're, it's, the cloud has to be that big because they're putting so much through the cloud. And obviously the con is you need to be yeah. connected to the internet for any advantage, but... If, if it can do what they say it can do, like, I guess it's it's worth <laughs> yeah, having a connection to the internet. I think it will, this generation will likely show you where your 80 bucks a year is going. Mm-hmm. Compared to right now, where we are, PSN's kind of caught up. Yeah. And PlayStation free Plus games. is like blowing it out of the water just because you get free games. Yeah, because yeah. you have free content. Other, like, in, in terms of my thinking, it, the pro is that it's, an Xbox, and I'm an Xbox. I'm like firmly in the Xbox <laughs> camp. I have I have both consoles, but I will take a game on 360. I love my gamer score. I love that I get to take my gamer score onto the one. Like all of these things are, are pros. It's we haven't seen a lot 
of game stuff. Like this, this presentation was was clearly for mainstream press. Who you know, like James Dominguez, who does write games, but who writes games for Fairfax. He's yeah. been invited to Seattle. Well, this was this was for mainstream. This was here's all the cool stuff that you can do in your all-in-one media center, which also plays Xbox. Xbox One. It was game. also to kind of hype up E3 at the right time, as yeah. opposed to whenever Sony did it, and we forgot. Which is good because now, well, I guess Sony paid tons of money to have PS4 well, trending on Twitter and on the top of Google for yesterday. Yeah, but well, and E3 is becoming more and more of a more and more of an event for people who aren't there. Yeah. So a few years ago, you would read the latest magazine, you find out what happens at E3. Now it's you watch it live streamed, and they want to remind you to do that. Yeah. So we're all superfluous, really. Yeah, pretty much. Fair enough. We get to go, though, so... I guess my only big pro is I still prefer the Xbox exclusives, I think. I don't know what yeah. they are yet, because there's another eight which we don't know well, about. As weird as that yeah, quantum generally. break game looks. You mean you prefer them over what you've over seen for the PS4? Just, no, just in the last five years, I preferred the... Xbox and so what we're, we're talking like the Halo over the Kill Zone. Yeah. We're yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. yeah, like those. There's that, and as I still prefer the Xbox controller, which is the only reason. Such a good controller. Uh, the only reason I pick an Xbox copy now is not uh, to do with online, not to do with game score. I don't really care about any of that. It's just because I want to use an Xbox controller. Do you have any more pros? No, because that's a that's a good segue. All of these things that I have at my house, and I have right now three Xbox 360s about. Eight controllers. Do you even have three rooms? What have you got? Them I have a Canadian. I have a. <laughs> I, have, I have two rooms: a Canadian one, an uh, Australian old elite, and I have a new. You have slave. Canadian room. I have a, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have two rooms in my house with Xboxes. In oh, okay. one room, I have a Canadian Xbox, so I can play like NTSC games. I've got an elite in the same room, so like depending on the disc, I can put it in either one. And in the living room, I've got a new slim. So, like, clearly I need to downsize because yeah, that's not, and, and not that I would expect it to, but, like, I have three Xbox 360s, I've got eight controllers, I've got two headsets, I've got a bookshelf of games, no backwards compatibility at all, no, no streaming, no yep. anything. What was the quote today? If you want backwards compatibility, you're backwards. Well, that's how I wrote it. That's not what he said. That's a paraphrase. <laughs> that's, a, that's a paraphrased quote, but that's what they yeah. say. And I'm, I'm not. I don't expect my 360 controller to work on the Xbox well, that's One. That's the, I wouldn't that's mind if my games could somehow work, or like PS4 and Sony, like I can get credit for having those games and can stream them somehow. Well, like I pay a little fee, but why can't the controller work? It's the same design, and it's probably going to be the same connection. Actually, that is true. That should be the easier thing to do. That is true. Like, but it's a new, it's a new, de- like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with a new device. You didn't, you, yeah. when would you ever say, oh man, why does my SNES controller work on the, on the game? Well, that's a different like, situation because they're well, totally different controllers. What happened? But, but this is just the same form factor. What happened is Sony with the PS2 made it backwards compatible. Yeah. And everyone's going like, hey, this is pretty much the like, No one would have expected a SNES game to work on the 64 because they yeah. were totally different. When they're like, hey, it's all discs, they should all work. And it worked perfectly the first time we had a disc-to-disc like, changeover. Yeah. And now we're like, hey, it's the same thing again, but the hardware behind it is totally different, so it just won't work. The problem is, though, like anyone who's an Xbox fan has 
an eight-year games library yeah, that's that you're like you're problem. really attached left to. That so long that we should we've kind of got too many games now to just leave. Yeah, they they did say it just dawned on me that the reason that you can't use an Xbox three and you're gonna hate this then the reason you can't use a three sixty controller on the one for other reasons as well obviously but the reason that they keep giving is because the Kinect can track you with a controller in your hand. The Kinect can't track a 360 controller. I don't care. So My it can only track the new ones. Well, that, that's why I said you were going to hate it. I, I did say that. But well, that's one of the reasons. Back back to the game situation is I understand disc, your, you know, your old DVD 360 disc working the Blu-ray player. I get that not working. Digital games are another issue. I realize they're not going to work on the same architecture because they're a different build. But they're probably going to sell them again through the store. Yeah, I assume this whole massive like back catalog. It'll be the Wii Xbox U Live. virtual console problem all over again. Yeah, well, Wii U looks pretty good now compared to the situation. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you can transfer all of the uh, content you've purchased on Xbox Music and Xbox Video, yeah, so which none, to me is not. I have an Xbox Music subscription. I don't even know those services exist. Xbox Music is like Spotify, which is actually really cool. Yeah, so why don't they just put Spotify on there? And Xbox Video in Australia is is not worth it because our internet is crap. Yeah, well, digital games, if they're going to port them over, because they've made a big deal how your account will, your Xbox Live Gold account, will work on 360 and 1. Yeah. So if I can use my account, that truly has my purchases tied with it. So why can't I say, hey, I want to re-download this on Xbox One? At the moment, they say impossible, will never happen, and if they never release these games again, then you'll be fine, happy, or... because they can only be bought on Xbox 360. Yeah. If they do release them again, there's no upgrade. So I think you said today, Tano, on a forum that um, it's like the swap between VHS and DVD, and that you wouldn't expect that to work backwards, but there was a massive shift in quality between the two. There's not going to be a shift in quality between a digital game that was originally on 360, now on one. Well, it's going to be the same thing. So... And, and Why am I paying again? And Xbox's response to that is that in terms of music and video, you're paying for licensing. And in terms of, like, so well, you I bought the license, license on your 360 and now you get it on the one. Well, the, their argument is it's not a license in terms of 360 to one. It's a hardware shift and you, you need to actually change the content. Well, that's what they're saying. You have to amend the content somehow to get it to play on the one. So it's not just a license. It's like a... Shift. No. So basically, get a license for a completely different product. Even You're not the same. Yeah, because you know what, my three. I'm not saying that they're right. I'm saying that's what that's their response. So 360 right. has an option to transfer a license to a new console, and yeah. they push you to do that when you've got a slim. Because yeah. like, hey, here's your buy our new console, and you can move it over. I don't see how it's that. So the video and, and music content is just a license, and the content remains exactly the same. The game content would have to be amended to work. It's it, it's okay. like almost like Nintendo's argument. It's not the same. It's a little bit different. You have to pay to do the Switch. But they're not even offering that. They're saying you'll, you'll probably have to buy it outright again, which is just this not good. This is putting me off digital distribution because the whole idea with that is you can get something and it works in multiple devices. Oh, don't you ever, like, if, if GameSpot and EB Games didn't exist... Right now, we would not have a disk drive in this thing. Yeah, probably. We, no, you, you, you wouldn't. There's no way you'd have a disk drive in this thing. There's so many things connected to that. Before we continue, I have one more pro that I completely forgot about. The 100 friends list restriction is now changed to 1,000. How is it going to work? Now, here's my, here's my pro and con. I, I get an Xbox One. I have 1,000 friend spots available on my friends list. Uh-huh. I use my same Xbox Gold account and log back into my Xbox 360. If I have 500 friends on my one, 
How does that translate to this process? Are they going to up? Are they up? I thought they sure. couldn't up it though. I thought that was the, the whole reason why it wasn't up because they just couldn't do well, it. I don't know. See, that's isn't they up it to a hundred? Wasn't a hundred originally? Was it? it? I think it was. A hundred. Well, I have like seventy or eighty-ish, and I hardly ever use Xbox Live. I have to. I have to call people so, all the time because I'm like I'm always hovering at like ninety-eight. Yeah. But, like, so that's good. I just, like, a, a lot of the problem that I have with a lot of this stuff that we found out is that they kind of, like, hint at something and don't give you all the details, and then someone makes an assumption and it all just explodes. And it, yeah. probably the biggest example of that going wrong is pre-owned games. Who wants to well, take that one? This is probably the biggest PR disaster that's happened to Xbox in a long while. Just because Phil Spencer, who is the yeah. vice president of something or other at Xbox, he's vice, just one person. Vice president of foot and mouth. He, <laughs> he's a very important person, either way. You would trust what he says normally, and he came out and said, "You're going to have to pay a fee for pre-owned games. You're still going to buy them, but you're going to have to pay 100% RRP, is what we call for it." For a new game. For a new game. And the problem with that is, is he made a big deal for of a used game. For a used game, but you have to pay. What you pay new costs. new game yeah. price for a used game. Yeah. Yes. And what he said is, well, presumably that fee is after you've purchased the used game, so you're paying more for the used game. True. Um, the, the, the example that he <laughs> said is that everyone's really, really friendly to one another, and I'll just give you my game and you can play it, which, mm. which, which happens all the time. But Well, he said if you go to your friend's house and you sign on your account, it's free to play because it's linked to your account, not your hardware. Yeah. ruins their whole last generation That's moving the game over issue. No, but that said, that that model though is, ex- is exactly what happens on the Xbox 360 right now. Yes. So if I buy an arcade game, let's just keep it simple. Any, I have I have three Xboxes, but this is a problem for me. One of those Xboxes is my primary Xbox. If I buy content and you log into my primary Xbox, you can play that content for free that I've purchased. If I have bought that content and you use one of my other two Xboxes and you log into it. It won't let you play it because yeah, you don't have rights. It's tied to the console. Yeah, it's tied to a console and your account. So if I log into any of my Xboxes as myself, I can play it wherever I want. Okay. If I if you log into my primary console, you can play it, and that's it. Yeah. So it's the same kind of model. That doesn't really bother me. But the yeah. problem the rest of it here does. was if you loan it to a friend, they're gonna have to pay full price to play it. Mm. And two big issues. Not ten bucks. It's not online passy. It's like the entire price. It's going to be cheaper to go buy it from JB than paying for the digital price. Yeah. Two problems. One is housemates. You both have a console. You both buy one copy of GTA. You're going to have to play on one gamer profile, which is ridiculous. No. Yes, you will. No, no. It's the same thing as the Xbox. He was wrong. He he, He was. and then Xbox Xbox support amended what he said. Well, wrong. Xbox said there's nothing happening at yeah. all, so they're 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 not they're lying right now. But I'd imagine to be exactly I mean, the same. on two separate consoles, but in the same house. Oh yeah, well then you will have to. Yeah. Unless they're also floating, they're also floating like a shared Xbox Gold situation, and they're looking at multiple relationships and where that will happen. So they might acknowledge that if you're in this, like if you're in the same IP range or something. Ugh. Then it's okay. The but that it gets really dicey. <laughs> Two second big problem is we don't really apply to this anymore, but when you're a kid, you can buy like two games a year maybe. You rely on swapping them with your friends and doing yeah. that. That is like a big deal for kids. I mean there's no other way to play games. Well not not that it's so huge here, but services like GameFly yeah, in North America, like their entire business model 
is gone. Yeah. Like they, there's no way they can't do it. Get gaming in Australia. There is like a game flight. I don't know why I didn't think of that. There's um, tons of those things. There was a, there's an image going around that shows, it's kind of like a round table that shows how they think the system works. And it's kind of like that, whereas if, if you buy a game and you connect it to your console and your account, and then you give it to a friend, yes, I'll have to pay for it, unless they transfer the license from your account to their account. That's annoying. But you'll only be able to do that yeah, it's, like it once a year sense. or it's something. It's too hard. It's so, just so, like, you, you'll be able to, if you want to play together, if you want to use the same copy, the, the same game to play over a local network, you'll be able to do that. But if you want to lend that game to a friend, either they'll have to sign into your account or they sign into their account, transfer the license from your account to their account or buy the game outright. Or just so like, they might let you do like one license you know transfer a year. What they're also so the official word from Xbox Australia on this because I of course that was my first question was we haven't confirmed anything in regards to pre-order no, games and charges and this and the other. But why they they, this interview? they do acknowledge that there is a trade yeah. fun, a, a piece of trade a trade scheme trade functionality oh, okay. that they have not. Disclosed yeah, yeah. any information about it. so which would like, have something to do with the like, trading the license. But in, yeah, so in theory, you might be able to trade the game to your friend for ten bucks. And like, oh, no, if it was ten bucks, I'd be okay with that because if no. you if you give the game to your friend, the developer in theory would get like five bucks of that ten bucks. Like I, I could deal with that. Like you're giving, like loan. you're giving no. the people who make the money who make the game money. But, like, if it was 10 bucks, I could deal with it. And I'm sure most people could kind of deal with it. If it's 100 bucks Australian, not a chance. Like, not at all. No one's going to go for that. Yeah, if, it, if it was 10 bucks and they really explained, explained the reasoning, I, I could deal with that. Because if you're giving games to other people, the developer's not getting a cut. I know it's a complete, like, it doesn't happen with books or anything else. But, like, look at how many publishers are not making money this year. Look at how many developers uh, are not making money. Uh, the developers I'm, more than the publishers. I'm only really thinking about this is when I played games like a 10-year-old. Is We swapped them all the time. 10 bucks we did not have. didn't have 10 bucks to give you Microsoft because yeah, I borrowed my true. friend's game. That is the age group I'm thinking about for this problem. We're in Australia. Every game is already 18 plus now. Yeah, and all those... <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> all, those, uh, all those publishers then, they're all still in business. They didn't lose any money from me not paying for a game. Someone paid for that game. We didn't steal it. We just bought one between three people and shared it. And that is how... When it costs 100 bucks, that's how people have to do it. The only silver lining on this piece of functionality is that Microsoft is not quick to confirm it. So Microsoft basically has from now until maybe E3 or maybe till release to realize that no one is on board with this and they have time to to change it. They haven't confirmed it because it's the porn of games. Pretty much when Sony learned that they needed to put porn on Blu-ray because it didn't work on the beta versus VHS issue. Yeah, well, that's how HDDVD went. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same situation. It's going to be people are going to look at two consoles and they're going to see one which you have to pay to play used or borrowed game, one that you don't. End generation war right there on day one. I 100% believe this was Microsoft's intention. I don't Maybe. necessarily believe that we're going to find out that this is a feature of the Xbox one when it comes out. Even if you don't really care about that because you don't buy second-hand games, if, a, if one console has that problem and one doesn't, mm-hmm. I think you will still lean towards one that doesn't, just to future-proof yourself, just in yeah. case you want to sell this in the future eventually, 
just to make sure that you've got the option to. I, I like the concept of uh, instead of like if Microsoft can take for a better price can take like the secondhand games industry from EB Games and transition it digitally online for cheaper and take some of that money which EB gives nothing back to the developer and gives some back to the developer great 100% on board I'm all for it if if they're going to charge the entire full retail price for a game well then of course not but like the the idea is is reasonably good but like the implementation is awful the implementation is like corporate Microsoft pre-owned sales have been around forever games are selling more than they ever have I don't understand how they're losing money now and they haven't in the past and they cost so much I just don't understand like you wouldn't be pissed off look how books have survived being being like free in a library look look how books have survived well (laughs) that was a really bad and game sales are actually way down why Are they? they? Yeah, I don't why know. They? Well, because it's the end of the Only console generation. Activision made a profit this year. I think Namco did. How are they spending so much money? Well, it might be some clever tax tweaks, but, so. you know, like, THQ. Game sales are down because we're at the end of a generation and there's nothing to play. The, yeah. This happens at the end of every generation. The, the end of the generation, the, the generation ended in, let's be honest, 2010, 2011. Yeah. I'm just crossing off my list of yeah, things yeah. that we can talk about. Um, would you like to talk about how upset you are about, about the Kinect? <laughs> I've never liked Kinect. Awful. First of all, I don't have space to play it in, and I understand that they've made, like, fix that so you have a smaller space. But I'm going to... Complaints over. No, no, no. <laughs> pro. I don't, I don't need a really small space, and I don't think they're going to do it. <laughs> Um, like even when I had a big enough space to do it, you had to move a coffee table, table and move like a couch around, and it was never convenient. Yeah, no games were ever fun. I never enjoyed a Kinect game, even like the fitness dancing games. I got the novelty, and I got like, hey, here's my cousin playing on Christmas Day, and they're all playing together and having fun. Okay, that's the one time a year it's useful to me. So it's like a Wii U. Yeah, <laughs> they, that's what they played the year before. They played Connect the next year. And whoops. <laughs> Voice commands I get is kind of interesting, but I don't really care. I'm not gonna. It's not a big deal for me. I I, I do watch TV through my Xbox, but it's not. I don't do that. It's not through an HDMI in, so you can guess how I get the TV to watch on my Xbox. And when I'm getting like stuff ready, it's great. Xbox, TV, movies, Xbox, system video player. Yes, and then you have to pick up a controller. But like it's like inbuilt into my head. I just scream it out and it works. I, I prefer like to use a button and yell at my TV. Does it have any accent problems, Tano? Because you would have a probably more of an accent. No, I don't have I have, I have I, a Canadian. I know it did at one point. Like oh. really no, early no, on. No, I never did. I have a Canadian Xbox. I think it did initially, yeah. Really early on. I, I use it. I play NBA 2K maybe once, twice a week. And I'll be sitting there and I'll be saying pick and roll. I won't have to put on an accent or I'll be saying, you know, half-court trap. And it'll take... Maybe half a second, and then it will come up on screen, and I'll see the players. That's the connect lag. Yeah, and it's, like, it's actually easier to do it that way because to do those kind of functions on the controller, you're going to go through like 15 different settings. I get that that one situation. The, the yeah, accent thing is where it can work. I, so the when Connect launched, it didn't support Australian voice for some reason for like yeah. months. Yeah. I had I bought a Connect in Canada, brought it here, it recognized me. If any Australian friend I had who came over talked to it, it recognized them instantly. I don't know what they were on about. Like, it worked. It, there was no lag. There was no delay. There was no problem. 
and the Australian yeah. one recognizes me just, just fine. It's uh, the accent thing has never been. I suppose just wasn't it was there. a serious situation. It, it was just like another one of those like Xbox Australia things. Like, oh, you'll get it in like seven months. Yeah, it's, it's not like it, they had it and then they got rid of it because it didn't work. It just wasn't there from the start, which I didn't understand. Unlike Siri, which just actually didn't work. Siri's <laughs> <Yeah>. half. <laughs> The problem people have, which doesn't actually bother me that much, is a privacy issue in that it's always on, so it's always filming you and it's always listening to you because it has to listen to you so you can say, Xbox on now! Otherwise, it won't know. And the problem is the Xbox, which we'll get into a second being always online, means potentially, now that's going to happen, but people are a little bit paranoid and thinking that, hey, someone's going to be watching me because this is online and it's always filming me. What are you weirdo so paranoid about that you can't have someone listening to your conversations, uh, not, you dodgeball uh, people? But, yeah. Not only that, but every laptop, everyone that's complaining about this a webcam. Laptop, it has got a webcam. And there's like an open port to your exactly. webcam that people can hack into really easily. So people say, oh, but you can turn your webcam off. And like, you think that's why whenever stop. I stand in front of my laptop, I'm just naked. It's like, if you want to break into my laptop... Do you know what your phone has on it when you're looking at the screen it's constantly? It's actually... I mean, if someone has... A access, camera... It's, it's such a ridiculous... I get it when I use my phone, too. Oh, sorry. It's, no. I get kind of the people that be creeped out because it's paying attention to you. Because so that's has, a good thing. It's, it's a good thing. I get the... Put on your tinfoil hat, people. Creeped out, but... But, um, yeah, that's not really an issue. If you're really concerned, wrap it in a towel. Do it at, like, who cares? It's people just, they're just, yeah. I don't understand that either. On, this, on the same topic of rage, I want to quickly pull it into, and Tom and I were sort of talking about this morning, and, and we talked about it just briefly before, this whole indie debacle. Yeah. So Microsoft said that they're not putting out a new version of the XNA tools, which is what people use on the 360 to put games on the Xbox Live indie arcade section, which, which Australia doesn't have anyway. I thought we, I just thought no one knew how to find it. I just so, wouldn't um, care. We don't have it at all. Even if we did have it, I probably wouldn't use it. I didn't know about that. So, so we get all the good indie games from indie in America, you at the US yeah. service. We get it on Xbox Live. So any anyway. good indie games Microsoft will partner with, then yeah. Microsoft's the publisher, they will put that game not on the indie space, but in the Xbox Live Arcade proper, where you get games like Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. That's not an indie game. It's not an indie game, but it's on okay, the Xbox right. Live Arcade. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, come on, Ben. I wasn't full. Um, so, <laughs> Xbox has said, or Microsoft has said, we're going to do indie games like that. An indie game developer has to partner with a real, any approved a publisher. publisher. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Microsoft. Self-publishing is fake publishing. You're a developer uh, publishing a different but thing. Not, not only that, but self-publishing, there's, there's no... Pol- I'm probably going to be hounded for this. There's no quality control. Uh, and, I've got you. And like the App Store struggles with this now, and eventually it's going to catch up where anyone that makes a good game it's going to get buried. You're going to have all this investment in the industry. It's going to get lost because no one's going to be buying the games. It, it's not sustainable in any regard at all. And I, I reckon Sony and I reckon Nintendo are going to have similar systems. They're going to have... Requirements. They're not just going to have a self-publishing system that says, "I oh, just go." And Sony has it right now, apparently. Yeah. Some game, like Thomas was alone, was published, self-published. But like, the, here's the bit that really bugs me: places like Joystick go to all these indie developers and get comment, and Phil Fish from Fez is like, "Oh, Microsoft's crap." So Phil Fish got 
published by Microsoft on the Xbox 360. Right. And he said he's working with Sony, which d- doesn't mean he's doing it self-published or with Sony. But, like, he could quite possibly be publishing with Sony to get Fez on the, on the PS3. He's not even affected by this. <laughs> and he's mouthing off about... And, okay, and I'm going to get flamed for this. If you have an indie game, I probably don't care about it. And I will, I will fully admit it. If it's really, really good, I'll pick it up. Like, FTL is probably an indie game. Like, I don't even know what we call it. Like, Fez isn't an indie game anymore, but it's still an indie game. Journey is not an indie game, but it's an indie game. If you're an indie indie true. game, I probably don't care. And if it's so good, people will find out about it, and word of mouth will spread it. And then, like, yeah, FTL yeah, and, like, other games, I bought freaking Arma 2 because I wanted to play DayZ, which isn't an indie game. But, like, if your game is good, put it out somewhere. And everyone will talk about it. Everyone will like it. It's all about the quality control, like you're saying. And, you know, maybe someone will pick it up and publish it on the Xbox Live Arcade. In short, shut up. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> no, there must have been something driving this. Like, the indie Xbox, it, it must not have had this kind of sales necessary to justify having it on Xbox. Well, apparently the indie section, which we don't have, I've just learned. <laughs> terrible sales yeah. make no money I mean I, that's well, not why buy an Xbox. and half the things on the Xbox indie thing from what I read were like massagers that make your controller vibrate and like fart oh, machines cool. it's like, go and look at your Apple iPhone and look for any app ever it's just like yeah. full of crap it's go true. home Xbox go home <laughs> indies that's what I say <laughs> oh wow can I quote that? Please. The, the right problem now. is there are some indies out there, specifically here, who can't use this service to self-publish, who make games, but they don't have a business sense to get them published. They just don't know but what that's to not, do. that's not Microsoft's that's fault. That's not Microsoft's fault, but that's why they're pissed off. Well, because that's, now they're going to have to figure that out. Develop as a PC? Port yeah. it if you, you are successful. You, you'll have as many developers that are as, are as outspoken about that sort of thing as there are indie developers saying, well, you need to have a business sense. Like, there are devs in Melbourne that, that have that mentality that say the problem with the industry is that you've got a lot of very talented creatives that have no business sense. They're given all this money to make a game or make a title, and they struggle. And this is why, you know, it's the way it is. And And... It is a sense of quality control, and but Microsoft has sort of dug itself a grave considering what Sony and Nintendo are doing at the same time. Yeah. I, I'm just so apathetic to it. I don't even care. I, I know that's really bad. If your game developed for PC, if it's really good, yeah, yeah, yeah. someone will pick it up. If, you, if you're a good developer, I mean, make, part Prove of making yourself. a good game is knowing how to market it, knowing how to publish it, right? It's what not just about making hire, a game. Hire people to do that. Yeah. Right to the Joystick, they love indie crap. They'll like, put up a freaking front page feature. Maybe Kotaku. Maybe, maybe Kotaku. One more positive. This is not send this podcast out there. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> One more uh, pro that I forgot about. I'm really excited about the ability to, and we kind of talked about Snap and stuff, like auto-resume. It'll, it'll function like a Windows Phone 8 or like uh, a Windows 8 computer in that you will have, I think it's three gigabytes of dedicated RAM that kind of True, just suspends stuff in the OS so you can jump between <clears throat> TV and games and da, 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 da. that's really cool. The other thing is, depending on whether or not half these rumors are true, if you have to mandatorily install a game to your um, hard drive to be able to play it and blah, 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 pream, 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 um, as you're installing the game, you will be able to start playing it 
as it's installing. Well, that's the Sony feature, so yeah. which presumably they'll use it as well. Really cool. So, like, just little new things that are just, you know, like, Microsoft's not completely in, in the dark about what people want. They're doing some good stuff. Um, ben, you want to talk about JB Hi-Fi? That's awesome. I do want to talk about JB Hi-Fi. Just listen to this. <laughs> Have you heard about this? This is great. Whenever a new console is announced, you can pre-order it immediately from every Australian <laughs> retailer. <laughs> Harvey Norman, even Harvey, Harvey Norman will take your pre-order for the low, low price on eight eighty-eight, um, and they don't want anything. They'll just take your pre-order. EB's going for the more conservative price of eight ninety-nine, <laughs> and they want fifty bucks right now. JB Hi-Fi have copied the eight ninety-nine, and they want eight ninety-nine today to get a pre-order. Full wow. price before the console has a release date or that is has been priced. That seems fair. And in the end, if you so say they come up with a great say the console actually costs six hundred and they have it with a free game, you're probably gonna have to cancel your pre order and re pre order. Oh yeah, you don't think they'll just refund it? Oh they will they said they, they said they will refund, but that's assuming you're gonna stick with JB. Maybe someone else will have something better. Yeah. So I don't understand. I can't wait. I can't wait for when Harvey Norman gets all these pre-orders for free and has it as eight eighty-eight, and then the console comes out for like five hundred bucks, and Harvey Norman charges six hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> pre-order six hundred bucks. <laughs> Thanks very much. I just you get minus one games as well. I said yesterday, there's absolutely no benefit, and a few people came back and said there's a benefit to pre-ordering now. There isn't. Yeah, I saw the that guy talking about your post. There yeah, they're there getting is. stock levels yeah. and how much they need right now. It's like they I don't, don't even know how much it costs. I know for a fact is if a store sells out, then they will consider that when they allocate their stock from the head office. If you pre-order any time before it comes out, not now, like after it's got a price and release date, you will get one. The simple fact is that EB Games cannot buy these things yet from yeah. Microsoft. They they don't have stock. They don't have the ability to get stock until yet. Until like three weeks. Until it's stock. priced at the very least. <laughs> and you know what? Everyone complains about the, oh, EB is charging 900 bucks for an Xbox One article. Today in Kotaku, where should you pre-order an Xbox yeah, One? Yeah, I saw that. Are you kidding me? From uh, nowhere until it's a little bit more concrete. We'll just that get was... one on launch today. Walk into a store. Normally, I don't mind Kotaku, but that was just um, strange, awful. I've never had issues picking up new hardware on launch day ever. No, but I mean, if you put it on any time, you'll get one. Don't yeah. you can walk into a store it's and get a Wii U right now. You probably three hundred Wii U. There's, right there's, there's no you'll get one list now. Like people like Bob will confirm yeah. it. The list of orders to get one doesn't even exist yet. No, it really doesn't. So I don't know what you think it is. Don't that, that Xbox they showed in the event is probably the only one in the world. It's, it's <laughs> probably not the final design. It'll be tweaked a little bit. So, do we have any more stuff generally to discuss before we get into final verdicts? Um, we can discuss ghosts a little bit. because Do you I, want to? I yeah, you saw it. a longer version of what we saw. By all means, please talk about this dog. Um, dog, yeah. We, we were talking about dog before it was cool. Um, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what we picked out. A bunch of games journalists picked out dog being the upgrade a week ago. Um, uh, we sort of much how is dog, dog ghosts better than dog three? <laughs> um, we saw a lot more of that as well. Here's how we did a nose in Modern Warfare three, and here's a nose now with more polygons. Okay. Um, just to give you some backlog, is we've only, I've only been in a few press trips, but the Australian contingency of press gamers go over all the time together. And yeah, they, I broke into that. Yeah, every got really, there's, really there's up the core two or three people who are always who always go. My liver hurt. After um, that. Every time they say 
the Germans are the ones who are just the worst because in every type of how many polygons that's not even German that is the joke they make every time there's a German in your round table interview they ask about polygons in the presentation Infinity Water talked about polygons for like 20 minutes (laughs) and just how many more polygons there are and there are a lot more but um, that dog looked pretty dog-like. Dog, like, dog has a tattoo in his ear, so that's pretty legit. He's got a scar in his nose. I'm gonna pause to it's see that stuff. Cool. Yeah. Um, if it was a game like Fable, like you might care about how the dog looked, but like you're not even gonna pay attention to the dog because you're busy shooting crap. You're not even gonna yeah. pay well, attention to single player. Like, they <laughs> they had us running through a level which we didn't see in the preview last night. Uh, turning things on and off to show how different it is. Oh, so I thought the dog was running around turning things no, on and off. Like, oh, that dog is awesome! They had the how they've made circles actually a circle, which that was the one thing that I, oh, I'm pretty happy with that. Actual circles now. So um, previously you get kind of a jagged polygon scope. Now they've used this amazing technology, which is apparently it's been on PC for a while. It's called circular technology. That's it. Perfect circles. So that's pretty good. They also showed how items come out of the ground in full 3D, rendered in all time. So instead of items like, come out of the ground, well, instead of like a rock painted on the ground that's actually flat, it will protrude upwards. What? And they spent a long time putting this out, so the upgrades really aren't as big as they have been in previous generations. So it's like check out this PC game where we've caught up to it. <laughs> and Essentially, in a funny moment, they talked about volumetric lighting for a long time. In how you kind of walk in the shadow, then you walk out into the light, and you get blinded briefly. Did you see that meme today? Which one? Someone took a screenshot of the Call of Duty Ghosts trailer during yeah. the event, and the sun was like in front of the character on the, on the image, and behind the character <laughs> were like sunlight rays coming through the trees from like the completely wrong like the sun is over here I know this isn't a visual medium but like imagine the sun directly in front of you and like sun rays were streaming through the trees like behind you direct left it was the very weirdest thing really funny anyway um yeah well let me talk to a awful producer from Activision who acted like he was from Infinity Ward but wasn't Ooh. So, um, I believe Joe from Gamerina asked about what, how this is so different because Black Ops 2 did a lot of this stuff. And he said we'll never comment on Treyarch's tech. Um, and then we realized that this guy worked on Black Ops last year because he didn't work in Infinity War, he works for Activision. Um, <laughs> but he, w- he said we, never, we would never talk about their tech as if he, he's off Treyarch. As if they were now. separate? <laughs> yeah. Um, and they were very, uh, we're not ready to talk about that yet. They wouldn't speak about multiplayer at all. Besides dynamic maps, they would not mention it at all. They also wouldn't mention what the mass event in air quotes is. It's ruined America. Can we guess? You may guess. They, hang on, they wouldn't even say who the superpower is. Okay. They just called superpower. Uh, as far so as we it's going to be either Russian or Chinese? North Korea. North yeah, Korea. it's totally North Korea. <laughs> Ah, yes. It's very, very topical, very topical. Yeah. And that would actually be awesome. Do you, do you read the newspapers, Gitano? Newspaper? Yeah, I don't either. I'm, just, I'm asking if you really <laughs> I do. I download the news. Fair enough. <laughs> Mass event. Yeah. Ooh. You know what? I think it is upgrading enough for the people who play COD in the sense that it's... But there's no, up- there's no update. No, it's going to be updated enough. It's going to be playing very safe to not kind of lose its audience. Yeah, anymore. yeah, sure. Here's the question. Xbox One release November 5th? Yeah. No. The release date of oh, Ghosts? Maybe. 
in America. That would be great. Well, the other thing is, apparently, the X, even though it's not confirmed for PS4, they did say that there is a global release date for the Xbox 360, Xbox One. Whoops. Oh, did they? That's I the first time I've made that mistake. Did they say date or did they say They did it? not say date. They said a release worldwide. And I checked... Because window can mean within like a month or two months. They didn't say window. They said a but global like, release. The Wii U had a global release and it was like a month between Japan yeah. and well, America. Well, as long as that it's can't... not a PS3 release six window, issue, which yeah. no, it was way more than six, wasn't it? I thought it was like... No, it was about six. While we're talking about those, can we discuss this trailer that uh, Activision Australia released a few days ago with the... Ce- no, not oh, celebrities. Yeah. They weren't <laughs> celebrities. They I put celebrities in with the Australian audience. Quotation the trade was uh, very kind. I put quotation marks around celebrities. So did I. I called them celebs and Activision got back to me and said, we didn't call them celebrities because I insulted their status as celebrities saying they're not really. Um, and they didn't call them that. They called them Australians. Um, so according to Activision, the biggest Call of Duty players in the country, get ready to take offense for all gamers, is uh, Merrick Watts and um, some Come sports guys. Carmichael Hart. And some rappers. And some... some Rappers as well. I've never heard of some people who are looking very awkward on camera and were watching a map. They're celebrity enough to get like labeled in the video as this person from this thing. I get what they're trying to do. They're going for Call of Duty has a huge audience who only play Call of Duty and FIFA or Madden in the US. That's all they play. That's the same even in this country. Yeah, they play FIFA here, uh, the equivalent in the US would be Madden. Oh, yeah. Oh, Matt, FIFA's actually really big everywhere. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, you're making a point. I'm ruining it. I'm sorry. They do not read mainstream media outlets. They don't really... They probably don't even know what the Xbox One is. Yes, they will get there soon. Um, They do know who Carmichael Hunt is. They do know who the Wallabies captain, whose name I forgot. Can you please tell me who Carmichael Hunt is? He is a former NRL player, now AFL player. So he switched, which is a pretty big thing, actually, to switch sports professionally. What a stud. Difficult. Anyway, um, apparently he plays Call of Duty. I don't really think so, but um, not any more than Apparently games. I play Call of Duty. And, well, you probably play it more than Carmichael Hunt, because they would... Oh, I'm not sure about this, because I've been in trouble once for assuming that they're celebrities, which they aren't, I've been told. Um... <laughs> And I think they were probably paid some type of money to attend to look at the screen because they were all in the same place and they were all looking at the same MacBook. And the reason I have a problem with this trailer is because we're not watching what they're watching. We have to wait an extra day to see that trailer. We're looking at them, as uh, Job said, two girls, one cup style. Their reaction to them looking at a computer screen. And that is actually, if you're a real serious COD player, which there are many, that's not really us, well, that's Katana, that's pretty offensive. You play this game, here's a bunch of people who have more Twitter followers you, than you. You love so this game, you don't get to see it. Because these guys have more followers on Twitter than you, we're going to make you watch them watch it. You don't get to see it. I'm going to start doing that. Anytime I get a trailer, I'm just going to take a video of me watching the trailer and put that up instead of the trailer. <laughs> it wasn't for us. Oh, look at that cool explosion! Oh, you can't. It's going to be great. Anyway, my opinion, it was a terrible marketing campaign. I agree. Wholeheartedly. Um, final verdicts, if you have one. I'm not even sure I do yet, to be For honest. For Xbox One. For the Xbox it's One. Too early. I'm, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Is that no, a No, eventually. I've already pre-ordered from JB Hi-Fi. Uh, <laughs> have you really? 
No, oh, God, no. Um, yeah. And that's why we, Steve's not eating for all. And that's why I'm broke forever. <laughs> it's what I, I expected. I expected well, to be honest, after the Sony conference, I was like, you know what, I'm going to get an Xbox because I wasn't that impressed. Now I'm back to on the fence. I'm going to get them both eventually, but I'm not going to get them both initially. So it's going back to my original theory like six months ago. I'm going to wait to E3 and then decide. Are you getting an Xbox because of gamer score, Tano? I'm getting an Your Xbox. Your gamer score is lower than mine, so yours is terrible. Ah, that's, um, I'm, I'm connected to my yeah. gamer score. For me, like, that's it's like just, Microsoft has me. They know it's it. It's just too. plain Xbox. It's the Xbox brand. It's the controller. It's just being used to the UI. You know, I'll probably buy both on launch, but um, I don't know if I can buy. I don't know if I can buy both on launch, depending on these things. Like, it's Predictions on Australian pricing. I think it's seventy be, fifty. I'm gonna say. I was thinking six fifty. I'm gonna say six hundred. Oh, I think the Wii U costs like five hundred or more. I'll say I'll say six hundred for a for a big pack with a headset, with a maybe an extra controller, and then a secondary pack maybe with a lower hard drive, maybe for four hundred, three. Are we still no, going lower? It only drive? it only has one hard drive, uh, five hundred gig. Uh, I'm gonna stick with six hundred. Eddie, now who used to lock it in? Right, Barry um, Ender. Ender. Formerly. Yeah. Not, really on. Not, not been on for about five years. Uh yeah. I didn't I think seven ish. I, I want E three to show me why both, next gen. both what Microsoft has learned from from this week and what they've done to correct it, because they've got time and they will. Or they'll at least yeah. elaborate on some stuff, which is is equally as, as good to me. I just want some clarification. And I want to see the Halo 5s, the, like, I want some killer apps, After killer game apps. eight years, I just want to see why am I playing on next gen. Because I saw that is four true. next gen games last week, of which I cannot discuss besides COD. And they're all cross gen. They're all going to be on, and including one that's out pretty late next year. So that worries me actually a little bit, because I would expect six months of crossover. But with yeah. how it's going, I won't be surprised if it's like three years later we're still getting cross-gen games because that's, that's how money's being made. Which means, why am I upgrading? Well, that's why I won't get a PlayStation 4 for a bit. If all these broke. games come out on PS4, or PS3 and 360, there's been this huge push to get the mainstream audience this generation, and they're not going to be that bothered if all the same games are out in the current generation. There needs to be a reason to upgrade. True. At the moment, this year, it's not Call of Duty, it's not FIFA, it's not um, Grand Theft Auto. They're the big games, so is, what is it going to be that makes people upgrade? Uh, or it won't be Destiny, it yeah. won't be... And this is, I'm not speaking really about us necessarily, there's this huge audience who yeah. only play a little bit. They're the ones who have made, kind of made money for these manufacturers in the last few years. They're not doing anything to them. I'm not getting two Xbox Ones to go in each room, <laughs> so like I'm going to keep oh. it slim and put it in one room, so and I'm going to have the off. Xbox One in one room. Can we discuss the name? Which oh, is not done. I was convinced it was just going to be Xbox. So, it pretty uh, much is just Xbox. Well, it should just be called Xbox. Xbox it's One just, is stupid. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's it's, it's awful. It's like uh, doesn't make any sense. They it's put, it's as confusing to consumers as Wii U is worse. to people who don't. Understand. Going back to Wii U is a Wii. That audience I was just discussing is not going to understand what this is because they're going to walk in. I saw a Twitter that said some guy walked into a GameStop and he asked them what they thought of the Xbox One and they said we don't sell that anymore. 
And that is, that is like... Oh, it's true. Because the people who are listening to this and us will not get that so much because there is this huge audience who play games casually and they're not going to understand Xbox One because they're going to walk into the shop and go, Xbox One, I want the new Xbox. That sounds like... That's definitely not the new one. Number one is not the new one. It's, it's the only reason I can think of that they didn't call it Xbox because the first Xbox, the original well, Xbox, was Xbox. But for that same reasoning, calling this Xbox One doesn't make it any less amb- ambiguous. Second, we've got all these games called like Need to Speed, Most Wanted. You. Oh my God! Now we're going to get Now we're going to get Call of Duty Ghost One Two. It's going to happen. And Friendly when, Firecast Twenty <laughs> when One. GTA Five and gets ported eventually. It's going to be GTA Five One Edition. Can't. Oh, they can't be that dumb. Please don't do that. It just. It doesn't make any sense. It's really confusing. It doesn't look good. And, like, right now I would walk into a shop if I bought games and say, I want a 360 copy. I'm not going to say I want a one copy of this game. I people say call Xbox. Xbox. But so like, why, so why not just call it Xbox? Exactly. I don't see any benefits to one being there. So day one purchase? Yes. Day one purchase? Day one of the one. I haven't decided which. One of the consoles, I haven't decided which. I'm buying it day one. Uh, maybe begrudgingly. But Leo I is not... Leo is going to get a PS4, I know. Yeah, but he's... That's not... But that's... Yeah, exactly. All right. Anything... Are we done? Anything else to add? We're not doing any segments. We're not doing what we've played or anything else like that. Deal with it. Tell us what you think about the Xbox One, though. Are you... Are you angry? Are you sad? Are you happy? Are you... Have you paid $899? I a PlayStation owner buying an Xbox One. I'd be very surprised if that conference made you switch. Have you switched? I doubt it. Are you, uh... Are you happy you stayed up at 3 in the morning until 4 to watch the presentation, or do you wish you just would have slept in? No, you stayed up to like 6 if you were writing about it afterwards. I slept at 4.30. What are you talking about? Uh, in and out. Bam. Guy. Slept for a couple hours, got up, and then kept going. I slept at 4 p.m. I don't know what you do. I slept at 4 p.m. We got up at 5.30. I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> what happened? So, like, Xbox. 720. Actually, it's I, a 720. They call I, it 720. I set my alarm for 3 a.m. Tuesday. You should have, 3 a.m. Wednesday. You should have punked him. You should have given him all the wrong information. Yeah, they're calling it the Xbox 720. 3 a.m. wrong anyway, because that's when it starts. You have to be up like 2.50. No. Nah, Not only is it gonna, it's going to be backwards compatible, but it's also going to play PS3 games. <laughs> What? You don't even need connect, and it's not always online. Or always online, we didn't discuss. Oh, God. not that I really care about it because I believe I'm not entirely sure. It just checks in like once a day. We don't, we don't really know. So Microsoft's official comment on that is: it is not an always online device, but it does have a requirement for an internet connection, yes. which is the most ambiguous PR speak I have ever. So it has come out directly and said we won't have anything like that. So yeah. the rumor is that I think. What checks once a week? Selling checks once a week. I can't remember why. It's not even Steam checks. I think Steam's every once a month. Yeah. This is every day, apparently. Xbox One is going to require an internet connection to make sure that you're still good and not misbehaving. Which, if... I don't know how you could do that if, that often. If someone hacks into the Xbox Live, no one can play a game. If you move house and you have to wait two weeks for your internet connection to get moved over, yeah, you can't wait. Nice. Well, I've waited. I couldn't get internet at my house. I waited three months. Like mm. it's it's stupid. I guess the the upside to that is because it just needs a second to check in. Like you could tether your phone to your Xbox just to make uh, the connection and then turn it off. Yeah, but like yeah, you really shouldn't. 
but they're trying to make a really big push of, of the cloud. It's awful. They're going to change. They're going to. They have to change your mind. It's People pretty much just making sure out. you're not lending someone a game who's not paying a hundred bucks for it. People are freaking out about it, and rightfully so. Same with the pre-owned. That is a big deal. Stuff. Big deal. I wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't come to light in air quotes or Microsoft. Especially after the whole SimCity debacle, everyone's just off ways online. Anything yeah. that needs internet at any point. I just don't even understand why they'd go through that after what happened. It's just terrible marketing to not be able to say, you can play without the internet. Even if it only needs it once a day for a minute, you can't say that if it needs that. It's just not good. If their network goes down... Yeah. That's like, so the, the, the PlayStation Network got brought down for what, like a month and a half? Mm. Imagine if that happened Xbox Live. And if people like Anonymous are going to get clued into this, that's exactly what they're going to attack. And then no one can play their Xbox. Maybe it needs to happen so Microsoft takes it out. Like, not that you want that to happen, but... Well, then people are going to sue Microsoft Hardcore because they pay whatever the console costs. Imagine the backlash. Well, they would have to pay out for that. So that would cost them a lot. Everybody gets three dollars from Microsoft. No, they would probably class action. No, it would probably. Didn't have the to. people that sued Sony got they all got like five bucks? Each. No, but they weren't paying for the service. Oh, that's true. And yeah, also, true. online didn't work, but Xbox, uh, PlayStation still works for single player. Mostly works yeah, for this thing. The entire this wouldn't work at all. Yeah. That's yeah. depressing. Anyway, you um, at least get your money back for the console. I would think. You'd hope so. Get in touch with us. Go to Survivor.com. Go to MMGN.com. Talk to us on the Facebooks, on our Twitters. Gaetano, what's your Twitter? Gaetano underscore Prestia. Figure out the spelling. Ooh, <laughs> confident. Ooh. Ben. Just comment on this post, please. Yeah. Do, it, do anything you want. Get yeah. in touch. private message you. We're desperate, for, we're desperate <laughs> for human interaction. Please yeah. listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm Survivor on MMGN. So do that. That's it. So, I think we can say Xbox One. Uh, Xbox man. One is a thing that's happening. Looking forward to E3. Can't wait. Yeah. Game's so tired. E3 One. E3 One.